I gotta see this beard, man. <laughs> I gotta see this beard, yo. Legend. Legend. Yeah, I saw that on the Instagram. I'm like, this man is unbelievable. This man is unbelievable. Get, let me get this intro going to start the energy. One, two, three. Welcome back, everybody, to the best fucking podcast in the world. Damn well, you already know that this is Poncha's Pilot's favorite podcast. You already know this is the Easter Bunny's favorite podcast. And you know damn well, you know damn well this is the podcast they play in every Passover. Secret public plan. What's good, everybody? As per usual, we'll start off everything with a codename and plan in life. What's good, everybody? My name, my codename today is Mr. Camelmile, and my plan in life is to marry the baddest girl in every aisle. And our special guest today is the boy pyro pyro go ahead and tell the people what's your code name and plan in life uh, my code name is uh stank ocean Ooh. and my plan in life is to do the opposite of andre 3000 and frank ocean and drop a shitload more music hey <laughs> hey the people need that i was good that was good i like that a lot i like that a lot What's good, everybody? Our special guest today is Pyro. Honestly, one of the most talented singers I am lucky to know. This podcast is about chill and censored dialogue with friends and family, so I brought a friend and family. What's good? Featured on Sunny Campmile. The people don't know yet that we have an EP on the horizon. Joy boys, let's go. Best elemental EP to ever hit the future. <laughs> Once we actually start getting this going, but the future is loving it right now. I can already feel the vibes coming from there. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today, Pyro, and uh, let's get this show going. Oh, before we start the show, actually, we always ask our guests to uh, give the people um, a let's get it, let's go. Yeah, uh, let's get it, let's go. Let's get it, let's go. Let's get it, let's go. <laughs> hey, hey, you like that intro, huh? Yeah. It just gets the, gets the vibes good. going immediately. It gets the vibes going it. immediately. So how you been living, dog? You're in California now? Yes, sir. I'm out in Oakland. Life is good, man. Can't complain even a little bit. Even a little bit? Are you sure? What about, uh, are they still hurting over the Raiders though? Hey, you know what? I've been hurting as a Raiders fan since the day I was born. So nothing new about that Ooh. shit, man. It's <laughs> the so day you were born. So you're part of that black hole. That's what they call it, right? Like in the stadium? Yes, sir. It's t- I remember my first Raiders game ever. I was like eight. And uh, my dad said, the people are kind of scary. And I didn't get what he was talking about. And this old lady screamed in my face almost immediately. And uh, oh, yeah. ever since. <laughs> it's been fucking terrifying the whole time. <laughs> What's the, that? That was the initiation. That was the initiation. Let's uh-huh. fucking go. <laughs> so why Oakland? Are you from Oakland? Like, yeah, um, you know, Oakland. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I don't really remember why, but like, I always wanted. I'm, I'm from, so I should preface. I'm from the East Bay. I was born in like Huntington Beach, but um, lived in the East Bay most of my life out in a city called Walnut Creek. Yeah. Um, that's like 16 miles east of here, or something like that. Um, my parents still live there. Uh, then went to Colorado for school, as you know. Mm-hmm. It was for the weed, right? That's why you chose Colorado. Yeah. It was for, or, or was it party school. It was for party school, weed, and um, great academics. Gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta look gotta that. That, that last one's for the parents. I already know. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom's probably gonna listen to this. So. Uh, my story about how I chose CU Boulder in high school, senior year. I just Googled top party schools in America and CU Boulder is number three. And I was like, oh, that's my fucking backyard. Let's go. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> you know, still getting care packages for the mom. You know what I mean? I'm like just an hour away. I have to do it. So you're way Smart. braver than me to fucking 
leave your entire state and then like actually live in the place you know what i mean like how'd that feel i mean it was big like at the time i'd never lived anywhere else and like hadn't spent that much time away from the family so it was tough at first but you know at a certain point you get uh you get used to the your own universe so like acclimated yeah yeah exactly get acclimated and like just get kind of build your own world out there so it turned out fucking cool man i loved obviously we had a similar crowd that we ran with but 100 kind of create your little world wherever you go and i feel like I, I i made it happen it was tight and you know i went back for a little while and and then yeah, I'm back here again. So I can't, I call out of fucking rules. You know, dude, call out of sick as hell. See Boulder definitely was some of the best experiences of my life. But going back to the campus, like I visited only once and you kind of realize like college was definitely the people. You, you, you no longer have like that Disneyland, like mindset experience, free roam shit. Like you go back there and just like the spirit's not there anymore. It's dude, it's fucking weird. Like it's weird. It's weird. Dude. You think <laughs> you're walking around like the most open place in the whole world. And you go back. It's like, this is just a school, man. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, like, talk about rose-tinted fucking glasses, man. But, oh, like, hell yeah. hey, shit. I honestly, in, like, in the least, like, romantic sense possible, I was like, oh, shit, I, I, I grew up. <laughs> yeah, <Fuck>. dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I, I Damn it, they got me. I dropped like a hundred K going here. I'm done going here now. Like that's enough. I'm already <laughs> screwed off this. <laughs> fucking um fucking uh, what'd you graduate? What was your major again? Uh marketing. Marketing, marketing. Yeah. Let's, okay. And are, are you are you is a day job marketing? Are we are we allowed to talk about the day job a little bit? Oh yeah, totally, man. Um I actually fucking I'm gonna plug my non exciting life, but I got promoted recently, so hey, I'm uh, let's you know. go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah get your bread get your bread i'm trying man i'm trying at least you know at least half a loaf dude <laughs> sliced or unsliced i'm fine <laughs> no french bread though no french nah, bread hey fuck that come on dog i got i got standards hey, yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? I never liked French bread. It, my mom always wanted that shit, and it was just, it was always hard as rock. Like, it was a pain in the ass. Like, it, it felt like eating a steak, but none of the good things about eating a steak. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, Yo, this is an anti-French bread podcast. Fuck French bread. 100%. I'll die on that hill. I, 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 I'll rest on that hill. Oh, maybe you could push me. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll roll along. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. What era? <laughs> Goddamn recording VOD. Okay, well, I guess we had a little bit of a private show for we had a private show and we had one for the people. It's okay, though. Um, I think you yeah. only lost like five, ten minutes. It was a good conversation, though. Good running back. I'm a damn good host. Are there particular artists that you kind of just go back to to gain inspiration for a melody, a tune, a beat? What's that part of the process? There's a ton. Like I, I try to pull from It's a loaded question, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun though. I mean, I love answering this question. Like I this is one of those ones where you do a fake interview in the shower and you talk about this shit. <laughs> Uh, huge ones for me off the top are like Kendrick Lamar, Frank Ocean, mostly for like, I mean, actually for kind of everything. If I want to pick out a flow or make kind of a spacey beat or, you know, something real moody or something like that. I really like the story so far. Pop punk band. Bon Iver is huge for me. I think he's really great at like creating a vibe. Yeah, I have not heard that name in so long. Like I love Bon Iver. Holocene is still a fucking banger, but I have not listened to Project in like at least five years. Ooh, dog, you got actually like, it is very inspiring and like super weird. I, that's kind of my stuff is like just spacey, weird vocals, all kind of like folk plus electronic or whatever you call it i think you'd appreciate it like it's real weird i messed with that it's a good description <laughs> like i love my favorite yeah. uh, subgenre name is probably psychedelic pop to describe what's, it, what's her name uh beat house oh yeah dude for sure exactly 
it, it gives the vibiness plus the like it's still catchy well, what, what would your subgenres be because i got that hero travel what about you that's kind of like kind of leaning into i want to hear something like the music crazy you know what i mean like, yeah like <laughs> musicians are kind of crazy the thoughts are deep but we only say what's pettable <laughs> yeah fucking <laughs> uh i've always speaking of man hero trap i've always loved it's like so perfectly descriptive of like what you do yeah, it's, you know it's just it's triumphant and it's it's king music, man. It's music for kings, dog. I love that it's shit. It's cinematic, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I want people to be like the shit. Yeah, dude. It's like, and it fucking works, obviously. I'm just happy to be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> I, um, the thing I gravitate towards, try to think of the like actual genre when I first started making stuff as pyro is like maybe garage pop or something like that. Like, I like that. You know, like. <laughs> I like that for the jump. Yeah. Like, um, very far. I, aesthetically, when I'm producing, like, I try to make things sound like I'm in the room with you. Like, I want I want it to be a very personal experience. To me, like, hanging out with your buddies in a garage and making songs is the ultimate expression of authenticity and, like, realness as an artist. Like, it's you can't try to be more than you are. Agreed. Be a big head or whatever when you're in the garage with your boys. Like, I want to make something that, that's authentic to me and that doesn't make it seem like I'm being a fucking douche. <laughs> Basically, that's, like, my whole my whole goal as a musician is to be, be real to myself and, like, to make things that I like while i'm doing that i guess because art's the best expression of them of the, of the self mm-hmm. 100%, that's what you're saying yes sir what are you sipping on what are you sipping on there i had to do it man the coors latte you know oh, bro. <laughs> the coors Colorado classic. Joke, <laughs> yo let's go let's go i haven't had a beer in so long dude i've been i've been part of seltzer gang it's converted me it's dude it's good and if you're gonna be you know you're gonna be having the summer you're gonna have you gotta be cut i'm just i'll i got dad bod forever that's yeah. just my shit <laughs> Why? He's too comfortable? Come on. Come on. Honestly, working out is a curse, people. Don't start. Because once you start, you always have to keep going. I, li- I live in hell. <laughs> I have body dysmorphia. It's not good, man. Honestly, oh, bro. The social- <laughs> All that social media gives you the worst fucking body dysmorphia, bro. Every morning, I'm checking my abs. Dude. There's- I have no reason to. I know it's fucking crazy, but I do. It's gnarly, uh, man. God. It's a- Don't do it, people. Stay comfortable. <laughs> Be pyro, please. <laughs> I mean, I'm being a hypocrite, dude. I just signed up for a gym membership, and I've been trying to get little yoke but oh god I damn it you fell into the trap <laughs> they got me dog work pays for my gym membership so like i gotta get those benefits i guess it's a trick too that's a trick too whatever um uh, nah, i feel you wink wink <laughs> but we love the job yes um, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> no it's um no no no. much respect much respect it's always good to um you know try to haggle more years in the future you know that's yeah. That's what you could also tell the kids. I guess uh, I, while we're kind of in that topic, what's like, uh, in a way, I feel like art's the best expression of, them, uh, of the self. Yeah. Um, and I know hashtag sad boys. I always kind of feel like m- once I started finally being able to express my art, I got closer and closer or the picture just got a lot more. The picture got a lot clearer in my head of the ideal version of me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with every song I make or every um, <clears throat> artistic endeavor I do, I'm, I'm chasing that um, ideal version of myself, uh, a.k.a. people could also call this depression. Yeah, guys, guys, think about it. We're all jokes here now. Chill, 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 chill. Don't think too deeply about it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, what's the what's what is your what's future pyro doing? You know, what's what what where, where, are there any goals you have in mind for the music? Is there. Is there ever one moment where you're like, this is where I want the music to bring me? 
you know, is it a vehicle for future things? What do you, what, what's in your head? I mean, yeah, man, that's the question, isn't it? Like, uh, I, I'm always, I'm always like, you know, just like you, man, everything I make, like I try to make it bigger and better than the last thing. So like future pyro in my head is, is, is touring. I really want to start, you know, getting, moving towards like a place where I can, I can tour and, and go play shows and, you know, wherever it's anywhere they'll take me oh, yeah. and, and sort of, I guess everything I make like is, is me moving towards like the, the perfect stage show or something like that, where I can kind of curate a playlist of, of songs oh, yeah. that I know will speak to people, but will also like turn a crowd up at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, like Do you have a band with music. Uh, not currently. I'm, I'm like actually talking to one of my buddies about how your music lunch for it. Yeah, That's I, I think so. I think it would sound pretty good. Like, especially you, you kind of translate some of these like more R and B tracks to like bigger, you know, full drum kit guitars and all that shit. Like, I think yeah. that could be dope. So like, it'd be cool. Yeah. Like, you know, go, go out with a, a drummer and a guitarist or something like that. Like that'd be tight. Just being able to, to take and, and, and like live performances in general. Like I, I've always thought you want to kind of take the recorded sound and, and transform it a little bit and give it a little bit more like, I don't know, freshness or something like that, you know? So like, um, yeah, man, I mean, shows, that's the dream. I've played some shows, but, um, I'm, you know, all acoustic right now or like very low key. Um, so I, you know, want to flesh out that live idea. Um, I want to, I want to get more regular release releasing music. Like I'm kind of beholden to my mixing schedule right now. So like, I really like to get on a better cadence of like, nothing wrong with a personal schedule. Don't be shy about that. It keeps healthy. I, I'm trying, you know, like we were so under capitalism. You know? <laughs> That's fucking man. Can't escape that shit. Eh? Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, man, I was thinking about, I mean, I was thinking that, about that this morning too, is like, I, I want to, um, I want to respect that nobody like in a good way, in a great way, nobody's waiting for me to put something out. Like I am kind of, I I'm in a good place as an artist where I want to put out the best product. So I should make it the best it can be before it comes out in the world. You know what I mean? Instead of rushing shit out and like, um, I don't know. I agree just make having music out to, to have it out. You know, I want to give them the best shit that I can give them, I guess. I agree. I like, at least you're not George R.R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah. Point, you know? I'm right <laughs> like, in the middle between George and, you know, Yeet, that guy who's like two, two albums a month or whatever the fuck. I don't know anything about that guy. Who? Yeet. Who? Have you heard of Yeet? I haven't heard of Yeet. I haven't heard of Yeet. I big sleep. Y-E-A-T. Uh, should I, he, should I, is, I am mean, I missing something? You think he's going to hear this podcast? I'm just kidding. No, you're <laughs> not missing shit, man. Exactly he just puts out hella music. Stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. No, nah, man, you're not missing anything. He's just, he's really putting out a lot of stuff and he's getting a lot of uh, clout right now. And I don't know why I, he's, I think he's paying somebody. I think he's greasing somebody's palms as far right. as I can tell. They all are, man. Nepotism runs rampant in this. Bitch, I know. Which honestly, in a way, like, <sighs> bro. I think that's why I'm so fucking hard-headed about when I strive for these goals because I see the competition and I let me word what I what I what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The fact that my rivals or my idols, the fact that they're people with either shortcuts, leg up, nepotism, what the fuck ever, you know, the black pill that we live yeah. in a meritocracy. The fact that I've gone this far though with none of that, I've gone to, I've gone to leagues or levels or uh, a more genuine fan base or just ev- everything, everything's shrinking from the ground up. The people, my my people, my community, my camp, everything's from the ground up. And the fact that I've built all this and then I see that they're using these shortcuts and I see where I'm at, it honestly makes me more, it, it's honestly gratifying it makes me honestly way more stubborn stalwart is really a better word to give a positive combination yeah 
uh, connotation of what I'm doing. I'm just like, okay, I'm good at this then, you know? Dude, 100%. I, <laughs> I do. I absolutely like it. Like, they need to cheat. Yeah, 100%. They just don't have what you have. You can do this. That's the best part is, like, you know, you get to, you've gotten to where you are. And it, it is, su- like, I'm incredibly- talking about you, too, literally. You're much more talented, 80% of the people on the fucking top 40, yo. And I'm going to make sure you get your fucking flowers, all right? Come on now. Hey, we Come are getting now. flowers. We're getting I, flowers together, dog. Joy Boys. Well, no, 100%. But when, I, when it comes to the Secret Public Man podcast, I want to always let my guests know that this is definitely the pedestal for you i'm just a seasoning that spice you know what i mean that, i don't know if that made sense but it's malombo so you know that you know what he means you know what it I mean? always does it um, always does <laughs> so so when are we uh, gonna shoot this icy pristine music video guys uh, i'll probably play a snippet of icy pristine for the podcast so you guys know what the fuck i'm talking hey, about at the, at the end of the show but uh as people kind of got from our conversation uh earlier ice pristine is kind of this chill banger that me and uh me and pyro got cooked up uh obviously we're waiting for the right moment to drop it so as many ears as possible here it. it's been about a year since sunny camel mile um crazy <laughs> we're gonna do better with that school <laughs> I feel like the whole Joy Boys project, you know, like uh, this is this is big big news drop here for the for the folks. But you know, my people <laughs> you know, don't know. This is the first time we're recording this this, this idea. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, my you know my people don't even know about uh, Joy Boys or anything like that. But I think since you know, I think we do videos for every song and we make a story out of it. It's all the element. It's all that shit. You know, like we can, I, I live closer to LA now, so it's much easier to get there. I think we just do it all. Do it as big as possible. I fuck with that. I fuck with that heavy. What, should we have like, um, I like that idea. I've always, like, honestly, in my dream world, every single song I've dropped would have, would have a music video, but yeah. hey, okay, you know, high capitalism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they still got to pay a high-ass fucking LA rent. Goddamn. Should we have any, like, EP exclusive? Like, maybe just the one? Maybe it's just Joy Boys is the one? And that's, like, the best song? Like secretly, it's, I mean, it's gonna be like you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think so. That's I, that's the thing. Like, is like you know, there's no selling CDs anymore. So like, you kind of got to draw them into. I, okay, this I'm not trying to throw shade on hella people, but like the weekend when the weekend throw shade, throw shade. <laughs> when the weekend dropped, uh, <laughs> fucking beauty behind the madness. It was like a collection of singles mm-hmm. that we'd all already heard, you know, like it was all these songs that we already knew. And like there wasn't anything like brand fucking new that was going to anti-climax. Yeah. Like I wanted I mean, that was his first record. Like I wanted it to be like full of bangers that we hadn't heard. And it was kind of it just like I wanted more or whatever. And like I think it, however many songs with the final song or whatever it might be is like that's the thing. You know, you got to listen to it all the way through and it, it's all building up to this one slapper at the end or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, there we go. You just, hey, 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 we finally got, you hear that, people? We finally got his album building process now. There we go. Only took a couple, only took a couple <laughs> tangents to bring me out of him. He has an idea. There we go. There we go, people. She was nice. That She was nice. I like that idea. I like the vision. <laughs> it, it works. I liked it. You know, I agree with it. That was a good pitch, man. You really do have that marketing degree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's good to have outlets that you're not monetizing. Always kind of feels like in this age that you have to monetize every single aspect of yourself to succeed. Essentially, the second job is the norm. If you, if I have to make TikTok to really just still have the budget or the music budget or still be able to do all these things that I really want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what are your outlets? What's your what is your? I hate the term self care, but what are, what are the things that you keep for you? Um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty fortunate, man. Like I have a whole bunch of hobbies, um, that I, that I enjoy. Oh yeah. Uh, so like I'm a big runner. Um, like, you know, I, I said I was, I'm lifting. I'm, okay, I'm, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But I like right before this, just getting the right mindset. I ran like three and a half miles just to lock it in. Um, <laughs> Fuck that. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, Everybody I, I always says that, that shit. Hey, I'm sorry. Fuck that. Three miles. Hell no. Sorry. Gondo. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I get that. Um, uh, like, um, I'm really into, I mean, I love cars. Like, I really like just kind of like learning about cars and like, I don't know, like it's, it's part of my design stuff, like where I just kind of understand like what aesthetically is pleasing. And also like the mechanics of cars is like really interesting to me and like knowing how they work. And frankly, if I get my car fucked up on the side of the road, it'll help someday maybe, but it's an amazing skill. I wish I knew cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm working on it. I'm, I'm doing what I can, but, um, and then basketball, dude, I'm, I can't play it. I got a bum knee, but I watch a lot of basketball and I read a lot about basketball. <laughs> um, I'm an armchair basketball player is how I might describe it. <laughs> I think the majority of people outside who aren't actual basketball players are armchair basketball players. That's okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're sitting you're in a stadium. That's all armchair basketball players. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Me and Stephen A. Smith are the same guy, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that is very much a lukewarm take. Not even hot. Not even hot. Lukewarm take. You are the same person to see me smith okay so okay so you have a lot of good outlets man hell yeah yeah do you agree with the quote that some the best on a suffering drama has has created the best art and how do you feel about that i literally dude you're asking me so weird but one of my friends was in town this weekend and we, she was asking me the same questions like no hey there we go yeah dude crazy <laughs> uh but like i think all art is born of a major emotional shift, whether it be perceived or unperceived, if you're going from happy to sad or sad to happy or stable to unstable or in crisis to out of crisis, like all of these things, it's hard to write. And I've tried to do this before. Like it's hard to write a song about the mundane or, or make art about just the truly most mundane details of life. Um, so, you know, drama as defined as like a big shift, like absolutely, 100%. I mean, I find in those moments where I can't control anything, the mm. thing I can control, whether it be good or bad, whenever I lose mm. control, the thing I can control is the art that I make because of that moment. I love that. In a way, you're saying no, it's experiences. Experiences create art. Yeah. Yeah. Like big or small? Is that kind of what I'm gleaming from what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, and, and I think ultimately, like, it's all about how you perceive the experience, right? Mm -hmm. It's like people, this is a thing that I've, it might be a tangent, but like uh, people always say, oh, first world problems, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the, the, the concept of like first world problems is like, it's garbage. It's kind of bunk. In, it's garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. It was context. Like, it was context. Exactly. It, it like doesn't make any sense. Like you say, Oh man, like my DoorDash was five minutes late. Oh, well, maybe man, 55 other things have gone wrong in your day, and that's the thing that broke this. Like, it fucking, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, exactly. It's silly to say that that doesn't matter because it matters to somebody at some point. It's honestly a rebranding of the uh, starving African child thing, you know? Like, you don't eat your broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> Think yo, about it, huh? Dude, first world problem is, is just this. It's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh fuck! I am that African child. Yeah, it has eat your damn broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> you can get cut like Malumbo if you eat your fucking, fucking broccoli. Frozen broccoli is cheap as fuck. I buy like a whole broccoli for like like five eighty nine, and that shit like I live on that shit for like two weeks, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> like my secret to being cut people is being broke and having body dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, yeah, like, I've had the same. Uh, I've had the same pants size since high school, so it's kind of the same secret going on over here. <laughs> it's a secret sauce, people. That's if you want to be cut, if you want to be want to be ripped, literally compare yourself to. I blame. I could blame social media, but I 
blame the comic books I literally read as a kid. They're never they're never drawing Superman with a dad bod, bro. <laughs> Yo, they need, we need dad bod <laughs> Superman. We need dad bod Superman right we fucking now. We need dad now. bod Superman. We need it. <laughs> why, is, why does Tony Stark, the man who literally drives as a superhero, he literally is in a V12 fucking engine. Why does he have a six pack? Bro. Why? <laughs> he's, he's in a robot suit. It's not like he's cut. The robot does the work. That's a hot take. All right, whatever. That's what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Come on. The no, guy no, can, no. he can wear like size 30. He can be a 36, 32. He can bulk up a little bit. You know Come I mean? on, man. <laughs> but don't make them short, though. There's no excuse to being short. Hit the gym, fat ass. <laughs> oh, that's hell. Um, <laughs> uh, shout out to my Kings. Um, yeah, but, short uh, King, how do we get into this tangent? Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Personal problems, African child. Yeah, African child, personal problems. I love the song African Child by um by Russell Brand. Great song, great song. What do you guys look forward to? Uh any events? You're not a Coachella, obviously. Um can't afford it. <laughs> I, I sold my tickets. I sold my hey, tickets. Good. You avoided more bread. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I kinda wanted twenty five hundred dollars back. Fuck, holy shit. Yeah, that's good. That's good bread to have. Yeah. Events wise, man, you know, like nothing nothing crazy like musical or anything like that, at least for now. But I got weddings coming up. You know, I'm at that age now i'm 29 so like it's all weddings i'm i'm gonna everybody's be, getting engaged bro i know i was just saying this i got it i'm gonna be a best man in a wedding in october um you remember riley rando you remember rando from from that is i oh shit wow i didn't get invited but it's okay oh the invites haven't come Shout out, out now. you never know man. <laughs> invites are now no no, it's, no, it's cool. <laughs> no we're frat brothers but I, i'm definitely not as close to uh, no i'll love the riley i'll love the rando supports the cons he, he always supports the content if he's listening much oh, yeah. love much love rando now nah, you guys are definitely close to friends yeah. it's cool i was like a year younger you know what i mean we're, yeah. we're fail frat brothers frat love. similar you dude and also like big for me i'm i'm gonna be the officiant at my first ever wedding in october as well big october for me wedding wise what does officiant mean like i'm i'm officiant mean like you marry him yeah yeah i'm performing the the i'm like marrying the couple or whatever or, or you're an ordained minister yes sir have been for like 10 years and nobody's ever asked but now oh wait i said that as a joke you're dead ass yeah i'm dead ass <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> i did it on a whim when i was a kid and i now I'm here. You know, my services are available. Anyone who's listening, Pyro will marry you for a nominal fee or maybe just a plate. All I need is a plate, frankly. A, a plate, a, a plane ticket. <laughs> Yo, that group, that's good branding. That's good branding, honestly. Like, not only will you officiate the wedding, you'll also perform. Yeah, yeah I'll play your that's reception. I'll officiate and play the reception. I just have one. It's, I'm a full package. I got you. Nominal fee. Yeah. <laughs> nominal fee. <laughs> so you've had it for 10 years and it's going to be your first time? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, like, it's so dumb, dude. I was in. I was a freshman in college and wanted to get a tattoo on my inside of my lip okay. just because I thought it was funny. I was going to get – it's fucking weird, dude. I was going to get the word please so that when you, like, stick your lip out, it says please is fucking weird uh, uh but i called so i called the guy fire, fire. <laughs> and uh, i called the i called the artist and he was like nah man like the last t- uh, lip tattoos i did i fucked him up so like i don't want to fuck yours up and so i was like i appreciate you saying that uh you know whatever so i wanted to do something off the wall and so i got a mohawk and i got ordained <laughs> those were the two things i did instead of getting a lip tattoo okay i definitely need to see a picture of the mohawk because I don't, I don't think i've ever been uh blessed and meeting uh mohawk pyro i don't know I've, I've, I've had i've had three yeah. mohawks so i'll send you i'll send you some content after this put it in the show notes put it in the show notes what's um i guess um one question i'd love to hear is who is your dream collab like who would you who who would you love to like be able to make a song Damn. with you know that's a hot, I mean, shit, that's a hot question. Since the top, I've been talking about him, dude. It's Frank Ocean. I literally spent all of today, this day, I spent all of today making a Frank Ocean cover. What's wrong? What's wrong? 
Uh, Forrest Gump from Channel Orange, the first record. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Um, everything, everything I do artistically since Blonde, since 2016, has been like filtered through the lens of like, how would Frank Ocean do it? Kind of, you know, like I want to make my own stuff, obviously, and like be true to my sound. But like, if it's not doing what I want it to, like if, it, if the sound just isn't there for me, like I think, how would Frank change it and make it? his own or whatever so if i could i mean that's crazy right is like someday but keep making music he has to still exist then or whatever not come you know be not retired but yeah that's the dream man that'd be an incredible unbeatable experience to be fucking nuts hell yeah well you said it on the podcast so you de- definitely already manifested it i'm just gonna say <laughs> right now all right yeah, dreams go right. far especially when you say aloud follow-up question before you hit this outro if you were trapped in a deserted island and you could only make beats for from one producer for a year you have everything have like all your food everything like you're pretty comfortable on this island full studio setup but you can only make beats from one producer for a year who would it be damn like i could only like like you only you could only like spit you can only like sing on this guy's production Ooh, 50 uh, all right easy one actually i've been thinking about I literally dude serendipity again i've been thinking about this all the time there's this uh there's this dude there's this guy, Jimmy Stack. Okay, okay. Jim-E Stack is his name. I, I just think he's he's next, mm-hmm. man. Like, I, there's a couple. I could I could do, like, a top three, but, like... What, what songs? What songs? Let me get familiar. Um, I mean, one of my favorite songs ever is called Deadstream by Jimmy Stack. Um, his most recent song, Next to You, is super tight. There's also, like, his whole record, uh, Viscera. I think it's called Viscera. Let me make sure, because I won't... I want you on this right. uh, this vibe. It's so. Is it verses and you're mispronouncing? Ephemera, ephemera. It's ephemera. Sorry. Ephemera, ephemera. Not viscera. Viscera is grosser. Ephemera okay, is less gross. Know what I mean, infirmary. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the all every track on on ephemera is fire. He's from San Francisco, but like I don't have any contact with him at least yet. But he uses a hell of phasers. Like it's real janky and wonky and like. Mm analog style but very like pop conscious and like i don't know some songs with no snares like a bunch of weird stuff mixing house and pop and also you know old r&b and and all this stuff like and then like hip-hop it is great dude so like yeah jimmy stack number one if i had to give a two and three it's probably kaylin ellis and then the count those are my top three you didn't ask for them but i you know there's three no, 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 it's okay. No, no, you have to say your piece. You wanted to give shouts out to producers. You're singing, you're manifesting. Yes, sir. Well, thank you so much, Pyro, for being on the Secret Public Plan. This is called the Secret Public Plan. And so at the our outro, we always ask our guests three final questions. One, how does politics affect your life and how has it shaped your worldview and what you learned from it? Damn, it is, uh, it's pretty big to me in my life. I am a cishet white guy, uh, cishet white guy and like... <laughs> I definitely have tried very, very hard to accept the fact that, and and I do accept the fact that like I've had a very privileged life and you're a good ally. I try, I'm man. Just give you a shout out. You're a good ally. <laughs> uh, I try too, man. Yeah, dude. Fuck <laughs> I'm <me>. just black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm so dude. That's true. It's like you know, we're we're into. I am in the most privileged category. But we're in privileged categories, and like I try to accept that and like view my my political goings on through that lens and and advocate for people who aren't me and who aren't in these categories that are overserved and try to see the categories that are underserved. So like fucking I'm tuned into politics to the point where I'm mad all the time. Uh, but like, that's how it's gotta be. 
you know, there's that, there's no change without discomfort, and that's <laughs> that's how it fucking goes. No, so, no, I it's important it. to me, and like I, I'm always trying to advocate for people who who are not in the same position that I am, and bring everyone up to the underserved be overserved, so everyone could be overserved. Basically, that's that's the dream. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having a position of and so when I say something, people look at me, but when you repeat what I said, they're like, oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, we need that. We need that. Yeah, the people need that. You know. Like that's your job, and like you're you're a good translator. <laughs> this is what they're saying. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, since the big dorky white guy said it, that's great. Mm, come on, <laughs> it's literally that's it's it's such a black pill when you realize that. But on, you, I got to talk to title. So, second question: What personal advice resonates with you that you want to tell people? Damn, I should have planned for this. Uh, you, I'm opening <laughs> you up, man. The people yeah. have to know who you are. I love my friend. <laughs> um, I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking, this is in the best way. This is a thing that I've been learning a lot in in therapy lately, man. I've been kicking therapy's ass lately, which is tight. Um, in a good way, obviously. Go to therapy, everybody, if you can afford yeah. it. <laughs> Therapy's fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can afford it, goddamn. As much as it might go mm-hmm. against what you what you feel compelled to do, you gotta secure your life vest first. It's all down to Maslow, man. It's all down to caveman needs. Like if you if you don't feel mm-hmm. secure or happy or stable in the position that you're in, it's 10 times, 100 times, a million times harder to get to a place where you feel good while taking on a million mm-hmm. other things. That doesn't mean you mm-hmm. have to neglect every other part of your life or not help other people or anything like that, but always tending to your needs and making sure that you're in the right place is the number one most important thing because you can most effectively be there for other people. Um, it's really important to me to to be there for other people and to like always be available to help. And like I struggle with depression and stuff like that. And it's like a real bitch in my life and it's really hard and just something that I that I have always had a problem with. But I would always be pouring from an empty cup and I'd rather be I, I, I'm working these days real hard to, to fill my cup while at the same time helping others. You know, like you, you can't you get to a point where it's paralyzing, where you, where you think doing things for everyone else will fill you up. But you need to you need to be self-actualized. You need to be like happy with yourself. And that and again, like it doesn't mean being selfish. It just means hmm. making sure that you're taken care of while you take care of everybody else. You know, I love that. Wow. Okay, you're <laughs> kind of nervous with the beginning of that question, but you just decided, like, you know, time to spit bars. Let the people know. All right, hey. let people know. I see you. <laughs> All right, last question, last question. <laughs> Where can the people find you? Go ahead and shameless plug, drop your socials <laughs> for you. You know, talk about any projects you have. Like, what should the people be tuned to? Why, why should they be obsessed with Pyro? Come on, let's get it, let's go. All right, um, my main, the big, the thing I'm on the most is Instagram. Uh, you can find me at, at PyroKP. That's P-Y-R-O, the letter K, and then the letter P. Um, I, you know, I post most of my updates there. I try to be active on everything else, but that's where it ends up getting the most love. Um, also Twitter, uh, Twitter is confusingly not the same username, but it's, uh, at Kev Pyro, K E V P Y R O. Um, I'm on YouTube. He's a great Twitter. <laughs> yeah. We have fun on Twitter. Me and my love. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes are weird. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Most times, <laughs> uh, like YouTube, if you want to look for me, you can just look up, you know, any of my song names. I don't know. I don't have like a huge YouTube present these days, but TikTok, Pyro KP, just like Instagram. I'm working on getting better at TikTok. But most importantly, on all streaming services, when you look up Pyro, just look for the Halo P. It's a P with a Halo on top. It's blue and yellow, uh, blue and gold, I guess. Go stream the go stream. The show. Oh, I also wanted to shout out. I didn't get to mention it earlier, but be on the lookout. I'm got a little group coming up here in Oakland uh, called Contraband. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just me and some buddies. 
buddies were making you know making tunes together hanging out on saturdays make some songs making illegal music let's go contraband yeah <laughs> yeah exactly we're, <laughs> we're working on a little tape it's me and a couple of buddies my buddy dev and buddy meech roommate jeff friend james a bunch of collaborators jacob josh joey i mean there's a million people who get on it but um yeah that's coming up soon k-o-n-n T-R-A-B-A-N-D Contraband, dude Unless I'm missing something I think that's That's me everywhere No, no, we love it We love it Take your time Take your space This is your pedestal Thank you so much, Pyro For being on the Seek Public Plan Thank you so much, everybody For listening to this podcast If you're on Spotify Apple Music Whatever podcast you're going to be on Please go ahead And give us a five-star review Five, 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 five If you enjoyed your time Please follow us on Instagram Join our Discord channel Seek Public Clan You already know It's it, it's, a, it's the group For the Seek Public Man And you've been listening To the Seek Public plan. Thank you so much, Pyro. Uh, one more thing before before you head out, can you go ahead and uh, give the people um, a stay fresh, y'all? Stay fresh, y'all. Hey, stay fresh. <laughs> stay fresh. Stay fresh. Don't don't get spoiled. Stay fresh. <laughs> awesome. That's hella fun, man. Thanks for having me. That's fucking the coolest thing ever. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. Much love, King. Love you, dude. Stay blessed. Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you too. Deuces. All right. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> No comparing, no try. I was there with your eyes. All this glare with your eyes. I was staring, no line. I'm impaired, but no vice. I've been there for your type. Play no games or roll dice. Frozen over your light. I don't want anyone talking about it if it ain't the truth. I don't got it in me to walk in the shadow if it ain't with you. Hope you can hear me. I don't want no trouble. I'm trying to shoot. Trying to shoot, 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 shoot. New plans, new plans, feel impossible New friends, new friends, feel like obstacles to me I get the chills when you around Are you down for the cause? Are you down, 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 down? Trust a lonely soldier man Has a warm hold to hand Baby wants his fight to end Pristine is cold again They didn't know it's obvious to friends and toxic audience And Shane's there's a haughtiness She eyes you with her honestness Just a lonely soldier man Has a warm hold to hand See off and on again. I see a falling in. I see independent. I see offing off and all of them. Later.